What's going on, friends? Welcome back to Anu Talk Show, turning business dreams into lasting legacies, one conversation at a time. There is a simple way to run your online business while living the life of your dreams. This is a podcast where we keep the conversation real, fun, and authentic, and show you what it really takes to build, grow, and scale your online business to six figures and beyond. I am your host, Anuraja, your marketing and business mentor, helping brilliant female leaders to leverage their zone of genius and sell their high-ticket services using video marketing and simple sales strategies. I am so happy that you are here, so let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, staff, to Anutalk Show. We are so excited to have you here. Why don't we actually start by you introducing to our community who are you? Where are you coming from? Because my community is actually international. And what do you do in this amazing world? Thank you so much for that little introduction segue. I'm really freaking excited to be here. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Steph Wharton. I'm a leadership and visibility coach and a new mama who is currently on mat leave slash slowly transitioning back into work, hence the podcast interview. And <laughs> basically what I do with my business is I really focus on helping both my clients and my community through my free content to feel more confident in who they are as a person, as a leader, in order to take up more space a little bit more boldly. A lot of the time is through speaking, is through visibility tours, it's through just taking up more space and owning their expertise and just what they're super passionate about in order to create more impact and to really make a difference in the world. And one of the reasons I'm so freaking passionate about it is because I've worked with a lot of underrepresented folks who feel like they're not quite worthy of taking up space. And there's definitely a lot of themes around that that I've related with in my own story, my own background, and just to be able to empower people to show up as their true selves and realize that you don't have to be more to do more to even know more in order to take up space and help people it's really freaking beautiful and to be able to just use your voice as a thought leader and do that um it, it's it feels i know it's going to sound maybe like a little bit overreaching but it feels like life-changing because it's just it, it, it's very empowering i think that's what it is uh so it's a little bit of what i do i'm located in Kelowna, bc which is wine country in canada which is a freaking vibe there's i think there's like over 200 different wineries around here so for anybody what? that's like looking right like 200 in one tiny little like valley but are you also a wine lover i yes Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Well, like, give us the tea. What's your oh, favorite really? one? What should we try? <laughs> okay. I have like, this is hilarious because I used to have under my onboarding forms for clients, I used to have a little um, fun, like recommendation thing where it literally had like a sangria recipe and it had like my favorite wines. So the fact that you're asking me this, I'm like, um, yeah, actually it's going to be like off the cuff. Like I've got the best recommendations ever. Um, let me think. So I'm a big uh, like red wine lover. I love something very bold and smooth. Uh, so with that lines, if you get like a Petit Verdot, uh, that's absolutely fabulous. Otherwise more uh, mainstream like Cab Sauv, amazing, really, really freaking good. And the Okanagan Canadian wines are amazing. Otherwise I tend to lean for Argentine wines. That's where I was born and raised. They have really great grapes. Uh, so you got to pick that off the shelf. Just pick like a Malbec or a Cab Franc or a Cab Sauv really freaking good wines okay friends i hope you took some notes um 
to actually have some fun with some red wines <laughs> and listen to the podcast while you are doing this. <laughs> yes. What if, oh, I wish I had a glass of wine right now. That would be like the perfect combination for this. Oh my God. Why didn't we do that? You right. Next, next, next time. time. Absolutely. But thank you so much for introducing yourself. Like, um, it is amazing what you are doing. It is amazing what you said, like helping other people to own their voice, to feel confident in themselves, to feel good enough. Because actually, as a coach, that is what we want to help our clients to feel so that they can actually go out there in the world to be their best version and to create the results they want to create, right? Um, how about... I would actually love to hear your story that made you realize that this is your superpower, that this is your zone of genius. Like, what was the turning point in your life where you realized, oh, that is actually where I felt like I'm not good enough, but I am not mediocre. I am extraordinary. Let me turn my life. And you turned your life and now you're helping other people to do that, right? Yeah, it's funny because as you were talking, I was like, okay, moment, big changing moment, like climax of the story, like where was this? Uh, and honestly, I don't think there was one defining moment uh, of something that happened in my life. However, I did have a defining moment within the last 12 months that made me realize all the different things that had happened within my life that kind of led me here. Um, and it was actually a moment that I was feeling unworthy. And I think this is really important to almost share. So I'm glad you asked the question because I'm already, what is it, like five years into business. And within the last 12 months, I had a moment where I was feeling unworthy. So I think it's important to almost like realize you're going to go through different phases, different seasons of business, uh, especially the more you grow, where all of a sudden maybe you do feel all of a sudden like either inadequate or like you're all of a sudden you're not good enough because you've reached either, this is going to sound so cheesy, apparently I'm bringing all the cheese terms, all the buzzwords, but you're hitting this new level, but you're not quite there yet, right? So essentially what's happening is I wasn't feeling good enough. And one day I was having a conversation with a friend. We were doing these like morning meditations and the word extraordinary actually came up. And I realized I had done so many extraordinary things uh, within my life. Some that come to mind is I literally got married, went on a honeymoon, came back. I was working corporate, by the way, at the time. And I was like, I don't like the life that I'm leading. I don't like that I'm working corporate. Like I've been really burnt out and anxious having weekly panic attacks for over several months and been really not happy and burnt out for several years at this point. And I'm like, what am I doing here? And when my partner suggested like, hey, what if, what if we move? And I had been dreaming about moving to like Spain or just somewhere like more like warmer where uh, I could be a little bit happier. Like I was living in Toronto where like the winters were super, super uh, cold and dark and, you know, it just wasn't conducive to the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to lead. And we started to explore that. And within under two weeks, we made the decision to move. I uh, submitted my resignation for a job that I had been in for seven years that I just figured would be my career forever. Like I was essentially leading that like good girl status where I was doing all the right things and checking off all the boxes right in order to like grow my uh, life and like make money and retire and all the things and so submitted um we literally researched where I live now wine country on a Saturday 
quit on Monday and 30 days later, we were all packed up and we were driving across the country from the east to the west. And I was like, holy freaking, like, how did I just do that? And that was just one instance. Like I look at everything else that I've done in my life and it's been very sudden where I just picked something that was completely opposite to what I was doing. And I was like, no, I've been dreaming about this. I deserve this, right? Like I need to essentially take a chance on myself. And when I started to put all these things together and realize that whether it's finding my soulmate, moving across the country, starting my business, uh, signing my first client, everything was very sudden and very uh, what felt like life changing at the time. So I'm like, why aren't I looking at all this proof that I have as almost proof of what I can now create in the future? And that's when I realized I need to stop holding back. I've been holding back for four years. Those four years of entrepreneurship, they were amazing. But always when I was dreaming, when I was like uh, hoping on like what I would create, what I would earn, what I would do with my life, with my business, I was always almost playing it small because I was like, well, what if I don't make it? What if I don't actually succeed? And then I'm disappointed and I feel like a failure. So my goals were always just below the surface. They were, I was always keeping them small. And when I had that realization, I was like, holy, like I'm extraordinary and I get to create extraordinary things in record timing. And that completely changed the way I showed up. And regardless of whether it changed my results, it changed my outlook. I feel way more successful than I've ever felt before. And I'm like, wow, it's weird how it doesn't matter what you create. It's more about how you feel and what you believe. And it allows you to be even more resilient. And I'm still here and I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is, I, I just, I like this feeling. So that was kind of my turning point slash multiple turning points that brought me to this extraordinary status, belief, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that was brave. That was brave. <laughs> and you quitting your job. Like I know a lot of people, they want to quit their job, but they want to feel safe, right? They want to save so much money that they are safe to quitting their job. Or some people, they don't even like, I feel so sad for them, but they don't have so much trust in themselves that they will get opportunities to actually have a better job and they stay stuck, right? And you were like, okay, I want to change my life. I'm quitting my job. Bye. <laughs> I think one of the things that made me feel safe in that is realizing that one, yes, I was really good at what I was doing in that corporate field, but also worst case scenario and this is definitely for some people this can be like a privileged um experience right i could always go back so i was like whether to the same job or the same industry uh, i could even move back to the same city uh so those options were always there so even though i wasn't i had my business already i wasn't yet making my replacing my full-time income i had clients i was building momentum and i was like you know what let's give it a shot even if it's three months, six months. And again, worst case, I can move back. Um, but no, that didn't happen. Like I said, the extraordinary status that I wasn't even believing in myself, we were able to replace our full-time income within three months. So I was like, okay, clearly it was meant to be. But if that hadn't happened, again, always a backup plan. And I think just realizing that you have more control over what happens, like you can make a decision, essentially feel it out, go through the motions. And then if something doesn't quite work out the way you want it to, you can make a new decision, right? Whether mm -hmm. it's backtracking or going forward in a completely different direction, but we have that power. I could have picked up a part-time job. I could have done whatever I wanted. Those mm -hmm. options were always available. Um, it could have been hard, could have been complicated. Absolutely. But you can always make a new decision. Um, so I think that can almost like release a lot of that pressure to make the right 
decision and just go with your gut, go with what you feel exciting, what you feel like you're meant to do in that moment. And you can always readjust in a month and a year in 10 years, whatever. Mm -hmm. But still, it's a big step. Still, it is scary. Still, it is as you said, so many emotions that you need to feel through. You need to actually work on your nervous system to keep calm, not to go crazy. And you know, the what I always say is being an entrepreneur, quitting your job, it's a decision how you said it, right? It's just a decision. Like if you want to do it, just do it. But the belief that you need to have about yourself that you will succeed in the direction you are going and always keeping it up that is actually the hard part that a lot of people need to work on and it is i don't want to say it hard because i believe everything you say you manifest right but it's a work you need to master and continue to master yeah and something you touched on specifically uh relating to success there can be it can be really hard to rewire your brain to feel really confident in your ability to achieve certain levels of success when especially we're consuming so much content online as business owners that says success looks like a certain thing right like we look at so many people who i mean we technically can't tell if they're successful or not but they seem successful like they're sharing their wins or sharing uh whether it's monetary their clients who have all the programs all, all the fancy amazing exciting things we start to equate that with success. So we're like, okay, well, I want that. I would love to have that, right? I want whether it's um, the 10K months, the 20K months, the six multiple six figure years, maybe you're thinking even bigger than that. That's super freaking exciting, like really exciting for you, right? But we start to look at all these um, almost, yes, financial success, but they're all so tangible, like they're so specific. And we're putting mm -hmm. ourselves in a box where we're like, well, that's what success looks like, which is cool, it can. But then if we don't get there in a timely manner, which might be literally one day or a month, because if it doesn't happen in a day, we're like, well, what's wrong? What am I doing? Is my content? Is my marketing? Do I need to audit? Like you're messaging your coach and you're like, can you please help me figure this out, figure out what's missing? And now it becomes almost toxic because we're putting all this additional pressure for us to create this life and this business that maybe if we're actually took a moment to step back and like really assess what we care about, what we value, it's not actually as aligned as we think it is. And that's why like, I love to look at it from a different lens where you're redefining success and essentially looking at, well, what do you care about? Like what actually makes you happy? And when I've done that, when my clients have done that, we usually end up realizing that what makes us happy has a lot to do with how we lead our lifestyle. So that might be not having an alarm clock in the morning, or maybe you do want to work your traditional nine to five hours, but you love to only work three days a week, or you want to go on more dates with your partner, or you want to start a family, you want to move across the country, you want to pick up new hobbies, like whatever that might be, you want to dance more on the weekends. And when you start to actually prioritize that, you realize you can actually reach your perfect dream, amazing lifestyle. Like, I cannot believe this is my life status a lot earlier without waiting for all those financial milestones and all those check boxes in your life, in your business. And mm -hmm. 
all of a sudden you're successful and that gives you so much courage to then go after whatever it is that you actually want how you want to structure your business model because you're not trying to copy somebody else because you already have everything you could possibly desire right you are like i'll say the bee's knees that sounds again super cheesy <laughs> like where are these terms coming from uh but you are amazing you're incredible you're super successful so whatever else you do with your business it doesn't really matter and now you get to follow your passion and do what you want because you've already made it Mm. Oh, that is deep. That is deep. I want to actually keep in this topic, like re redefining success, especially when you are coming from a nine to five job. Early on, you mentioned you being that good girl that who checked off the boxes, right? And you have this life on certifications, you have the degree and you have this corporate job. How was it for you to go from that mentality which was actually conditioned i'm pretty sure from the society from family from background to actually moving into being this entrepreneur who's living this freedom lifestyle and redefining success like how did you feel in the beginning mm -hmm. and how do you manage to continue to live the life that you are actually living i think a lot of it was from experience uh which is almost like a perk because if you are listening to this and you're finding yourself in the earlier stages of defining success in terms of what other people uh, define it themselves, and you're like, okay, well, I've heard this episode. I really resonate. I want to switch right now. Um, first of all, I'm so like excited for you because you're skipping a whole uh, myriad of like trying to be somebody you're not. But through experience, through me trying to define success in the traditional terms, the ways that I had been conditioned, like uh, maybe not necessarily on purpose, but naturally it just happens like on a subconscious level. Like I immigrated from Argentina to Canada. Uh, my parents mm -hmm. had to completely restart their life, find new careers. It took months, uh, almost, uh, I want to say even like a year or so for my dad at least to find a job because everybody was looking for Canadian experience. He didn't have it. He had so much experience in Argentina, but not in Canada um and so to have to start your retirement funds again your career like just everything from scratch I, I guess subconsciously definitely planted these seeds in my mind that i'm like well i've got to do all the right things otherwise i'm going to have to be at a state where i'm starting from scratch where i don't have savings where i don't have everything put in place in order to sustain my lifestyle and be happy and be able to reach the holy grail of retirement let's say uh so through checking all those lists even transitioning on entrepreneurship to be honest like i was still kind of checking those uh, boxes and being like, okay, I have to work from nine to five. I have to put in as much work as possible. I have to, again, save for retirement, which of course that, that is a smart thing to do. But again, all this pressure to do all these right things and where the experience part comes in is I realized specifically with launches, I was putting so much pressure to sign all the clients to make all this money and I'd be burnt out. And those, because I had so many launches, those were a lot of wake up moments where I kept going through the same uh, narrative. And some of these launches, like I was welcoming in five, 10, 11 clients, some it'd be like one or two, like I've experienced a range of motions with launching, which is really freaking cool, because it really um, instills a sense of like, okay, we got to persevere, we got to be really resilient and show up and how can we tweak and how can we perfect, right? But again, regardless of whether I was making good money or not with a launch, I was burnt out. So I was like, wait, I left my corporate job because I was burnt out. So why am I recreating the exact same scenario that I 
ran away like miles and miles across the country from and experiencing that that's what helped me shift redefining success because i was like okay i have the clients the successful launch the money the whatever but i'm burnt out so is this really what success looks like? Do I want to amplify that? Like, let's say you're having, I don't know, a $5,000 launch and you're like, okay, well, let's amplify this to 10,000, 30,000. Like, let's make it bigger and bigger and better. But you're also amplifying the way that you're doing the launch, the marketing that you're running the business, right? So you're amplifying the burnout, the stress, the pressure, all that as well, along with the success that you're experiencing. And that's, that's when I realized I was like, that's not what I want to create. So I took a step back and I was like, when I quit, when I was super freaking excited to move to wine country, to be surrounded by beaches and the mountains and to lead this kind of slower lifestyle where I wasn't in the concrete jungle that I was used to experiencing all the pressure and the hustle bustle of business and life and uh, not entrepreneurship, but corporate life. What was I craving? And that's kind of what started me exploring. It's like, Hey, well, I crave going to the beach randomly in the middle of the week. I crave going on wine tastings. I crave going on more dates, taking naps, um, trying out new things and going on adventures. So I started prioritizing that. And I was like, okay, well, maybe we get to do like a new date or adventure every week. And as I was shifting that, I started like almost getting that like dopamine hit that I was craving so much and just being so happy every week that, that I ended up going from like one date a week to almost four. And I was like, Ooh, this Ooh. feels really freaking good. Right. So from struggling for a couple of years to chase this version of success, this version mm -hmm. of happiness that I thought would come from the business and from that kind of success instead, I, instead I started to chase dates and adventures and new memories. And I ended up making last year, 58 new dates in six months. And I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> wait, we want to know your favorite memory. Like, what's the favorite one that is when i ask you this question what's coming into your mind okay uh, can i say two because there's, there's yeah, okay. absolutely two okay okay one is an actual like more traditional adventure so this is the first thing that came to mind because it made more sense for the question um i went cross-country skiing so for context i hate the cold right like if i told you earlier i was dreaming of moving to spain so we moved somewhere that's very nice in canada it's beautiful here it's actually a lot warmer than the rest of the country however we still have winters like it's freaking cold right now my hands are getting they're, they're starting to freeze over um so going cross-country skiing for somebody who hates winter who doesn't like winter sports and had a freaking blast like we were laughing we were like racing all over the place like it was such a freaking vibe uh to be able to just try something new that was so unlike me and to actually enjoy it so that was number one but then something that beyond surpasses it it's not quite an adventure this is gonna be super cheesy again here let's just get i'm gonna stop saying that things are cheesy because clearly we've established that i'm just full of cheese and it is what it is and i think that's a vibe because it's your cootery board with you, wine you. Hey. right <laughs> just part of the brand um getting pregnant i got pregnant oh. last march yeah oh my god i'm so happy yeah we, we had been trying for that for a while we went through the fertility process and all that kind of stuff uh so it had been over a year of planning uh doctor's appointments saving uh research all the things uh so that was probably like my biggest quote-unquote date adventure was uh the day we got pregnant for sure <laughs> oh congratulations that makes me so happy like when you focus on you and how you are like even like 
seeing you how you are blooming when you are talking about your adventures and the memories you experienced last year it was last year right yeah like it's incredible because it shows me what kind of human first of all you are and how much confidence you have in yourself and um that you will create whatever is coming into your way like, right because you are actually putting life on the pedestal like you are on the pedestal not the business and a lot of people when they start their journey it's like oh my god i have to hustle i have to get this right oh my god i invested and in three months i have to make six figures otherwise i'm a failure like don't we all started like that like honestly one thousand percent oh yeah Oh yeah, I remember like looking at my financials and just chit-chatting with friends. And whenever a friend um, who we were quote unquote so silly on the same level, and then they were making more money than me, I'm like, wait, what am I missing? Like, I gotta hurry up. I gotta, uh, I don't know, like hack the system. I gotta find that one strategy, that one thing that's gonna make such a big difference. But the funny thing is, is I'd actually throughout my entire experience, I've had friends at all different levels, right? Whether it's people that make more than me, less than me, uh, at the same time, at different times whatever and i've had people just flat out say like i'm too stressed out i'm not happy i'm overwhelmed i'm xyz whatever resonate whatever they were going through at the time regardless of how much money they were making and i'm like yeah same like it literally does not matter i mean you want to be able to sustain yourself. You want to be able to pay the bills. Absolutely. You want to be able to save for the things like um, having a baby, buying a house, whatever it is that you want, right? Whatever will make you happy. But outside of that, it won't necessarily give you additional happiness. It will bring about a lot of opportunities. Absolutely. But you can build a lot of the happiness beyond that and before that. And I think that's a big distinctive factors. You don't have to wait for the financial success in order to have the best life imaginable, in order to be successful as you are um, beyond your business and in your business too. I love that. What kind of one advice would you give someone who is hustling, burnt out, overwhelmed, don't want to run this business, but they don't also want to give up because they know the impact they are leaving? What is the one advice you would give them to actually Get one step closer to, you know, ditch the hustle and start believing that success is possible for them as well, but in a healthy way. <laughs> in a healthy way. That is key. Uh, honestly, rest. This is the kind of advice that I've had to take myself so many times throughout my journey. Uh, even sometimes in the middle of a launch, I'd had to be like, oh, you know what? We're starting to slip into hustle mode. We're starting to feel a little bit more pressure. We were fine five seconds ago, but now I can catch my thoughts being like, oh, why is nobody applying or where's my next sales call or where's my next sale? And you start like adding on the pressure that maybe five seconds ago may have not been there. Um, so whenever you're starting to notice that you're going to hustle mode, that you're feeling additional pressure, that you are maybe already burnt out, you're not even just getting there, but you're in the thick, the middle of it, then rest, take a step back. I know if you're like a perfectionist, if you are this like very highly driven person, that it's gonna be really freaking hard to listen to yourself, especially if you're like, Steph, I'm sorry, in the middle of a launch, I'm not resting in the middle of a launch, but it's like, ugh. You, you, got, you got to take, whether it's an hour, half a day, a full day, a full weekend, do something, extend the launch. Like you're self-imposing all the deadlines that you have in your business, right? So shift things if you really needed to. Shift your marketing, shift your deadlines, shift whatever it is that you have, move your meetings, 
and rest for a freaking second because if you keep going in the trajectory that you're going you're going to reach the point of no return where your body is going to slow you down for you right whether that means um you give up on your business uh you get sick uh you're just too overwhelmed uh your nervous system's completely fried dysregulated uh maybe dealing with anxiety and depression i know personally that's something i deal with um your body is going to force you to rest so what if we're just proactive we take that pause and if you're ready then then audit your business model like if you don't want to sustain this constant roller coaster of <laughs> hey i'm feeling great and then all of a sudden i'm burnt out i'm feeling great oh no i'm feeling pressure i'm comparing myself too much then okay well let's take a step back and after we do a little bit of rest and like more regulating <laughs> activities then let's audit our business model and figure out what's not working what doesn't feel sustainable what's not lighting us up and trust me, there's a million strategies out there that are very successful and effective. So maybe the ones that you're trying right now, maybe the entire strategy is just not a good fit, or maybe the way that you're implementing it isn't a good fit. So maybe mm -hmm. you're on all the right platforms, you're doing all the right things, but there's small tweaks that you can do in order for it to feel a little bit more natural, more ease-filled and more you, so that you're really living in your power and like leaning into your values, your thought leadership and your speaker identity. Um, I love to say that just because when you lean into thought leadership and start to like really own what you're passionate mm -hmm. about, you're really owning that kind of like badass speaker within you and just like mm -hmm. uh, sharing your truth and like really like serving your community, coming from a place of servitude versus trying to like make a sale. Um, and you can lean into that, right? In any platform, with any strategy, but you can really just lean on your voice and your uh, your mission, really. Uh, so that's what I would recommend, just rest and audit if necessary. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's not the strategy that isn't working. Every strategy works, but if it is not tailored to you, who you are, your authentic self, that's why you doubt the strategy. And if you doubt the strategy, you won't be confident in it, you won't show up. And that's why the strategy isn't working. So if you like, I mean, you have to work, you have to put in the work, but there is a difference in smart work and hard work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I personally go through phases. Like last year alone, I went through, there were several months where I was only working like one hour a day. And then there were several months where I was working eight hours a day. So it's all about what your priorities are at that time, right? Like I could mm -hmm. preach, oh, work only five hours a week. And I do sometimes because that's my reality. But 30 hours a week is also my reality, right? So it really depends on what it is that you're focusing on, what your plans are, what your goals and how hard or, um, oh, there's like a better word. It's either how hard or how maybe how soft and how chill, something like that you want to go and you just kind of <laughs> navigate through those seasons. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the season that you are in and the kind of results you want to see um, without overworking, you know, like we like you quit your job or you want to quit your job because you want to escape the nine to five. You want to escape the burnout. You want to escape that. And so, like I personally was also stuck in the beginning, like I escaped the nine to five. I quit the job. And then I was stuck into the entrepreneurship with this hustle mode, with this belief, I need to hustle, I need to work more, otherwise I cannot succeed, otherwise I am not even good enough to succeed. So I literally, I worked on the weekends, I said no to family barbecues because I was like, I cannot do that because otherwise I'm not worth it to actually make the money in my business. Yeah, it's... I was gonna say either incredible, sad, all the things in between, uh, the decisions that we make. 
And it's okay when we're making decisions from an empowered place where it's like, no, you know what? I'm in a busy season. So I'm going to say no to certain plans and certain activities and whatever it is, because it's temporary because you're genuinely wanting to make that decision. But I've been there too, where you're making those decisions and canceling plans and saying no to things because you feel like you have to. And if you don't, yes, the entire business is going to crumble underneath you. But it's funny when you actually say yes, you go to the thing and sure, maybe at first you feel a little bit of like, oh, like that was a really hard decision. I can't believe I just said yes to life and fun and no to the business that I really need to put in work to. But then that's your rest, right? And then you come back and yeah, maybe you're behind a little bit, but you're feeling refreshed and ready and you're having more ideas and more creative and you're like, okay. So then the way that you show up after that rest, that pause that you just took, the fun, the life that you were enjoying and the new memories that you were making, all of a sudden you're feeling more confident and empowered. So whatever work you do going forward is going to be a lot more effective and results oriented than anything you would have done under pressure while you were trying to like block out your life and just go into like hustle mode essentially mm. this will also put it put you in a desperate situation like oh my god i need the money oh my god otherwise i cannot live my life but if we do <clears throat> sorry how you lived your life and had like 58 new memories i'm pretty sure life and business will be fun <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> It's funny because around that time, I started also um, re-releasing a lot of uh, new pressure I was feeling around making more money. Um, and one of the things that made me realize is just like, well, I have all these, I have had all these goals and I keep hitting them, right? Like save money for fertility treatments, save money for, uh, to buy my first home. And I'm like, if I was able to do all those that I thought were impossible a couple of years back, then whatever goals I have now going forward, I'm going to be able to hit. doesn't matter the timeline, but we're hitting them because clearly we have that, um, we've, we've got that proof, which not a lot of people have, right? Like if you don't have that proof, I know it could be really hard to believe, but if you have it, lean into it. Be like, you've created so many amazing things. You're going to be able to create so many more. Um, so with that, now you start releasing that pressure. And now it's like, well, we've done it before. We'll do it again. We'll figure it out, right? I get to rest. I get to enjoy my life because everything else will figure itself out one way or another. Like we're smart. We, we're doing the work. We're showing up. Like we're, we're doing the strategy while also slowing down and prioritizing ourselves. So like it's inevitable. It's just a matter of like continuing to do the work at our own pace and ways that really feel good and their results will freaking come friends it's like yin and yang like balance friends balance <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh Steph this was a this was a nice conversation and I feel like I can talk to you for hours um is there something else before like every guest on my podcast i'm asking them one last question before we go into the drum roll please question is there something you want to add to our community you want to yeah. tell them yeah i i think it's to really start to challenge yourself around the fact that you are enough and that you are worthy of taking up space. I know we kind of briefly touched on that, but I think especially at the tail end, we were talking about different strategies that are all successful, right? So if you are looking to break the rules and kind of like do things your own way and trying to figure out, okay, what does that even look like, right? Like, how do I take up more space? How do I use more of my voice? How do I start shouting out from the rooftops that um, all the things that I'm really passionate about and all the ways that I want to help people and serve and like change the world, even if it's just your little pocket of the online space space 
it really starts within, right? It really starts with you feeling like you're worthy, with you feeling like you don't got to change, with you feeling that all your flaws, all your quirks, everything about you is enough. And that if anything, those are the things that are going to help you to stand out, to really connect and like build genuine, real relationships with people. And it all starts with that. Like if I think about all the investments that I've made, they've all been with people that whether I was really good friends with or I just met recently, there was always some sort of connection point right like we either shared the same values or we had um similar either personality traits or i just enjoyed the way that they showed up and it was very unapologetic it was very like this is me take it or leave it and that i think is very eye-opening because we're always trying to um almost like fit the mold and either be professional or look successful or say things a certain way because we think if we word our marketing and our content in a very specific way it's going to finally convert but when we shed a lot of that pressure to be somebody that we're not or to be perfect that's when yes with the quirks and the flaws and everything else the real juicy part of us comes out and that's the person that's the the person the content the marketing that's everything that people are actually going to find very refreshing and they're going to finally feel seen. So I would say, yeah, start within, start with that, and then just have fun with like your thought leadership, like you're sharing your own opinions, your perspectives based on your experience. And you're going to start realizing that it's really just up to your voice. It's really up to you uh, to allow that to lead you forward. And then the strategy doesn't even matter. Pick anything, pick anything that sounds fun and just lean heavy into thought leadership and own it. People will start to be like, oh, yes, like that's what I've been missing. Like I find finally understand that perspective because of that one story that you shared. It really does make a freaking difference. And it's really beautiful to see people coming together because they finally resonate with something in the online space in a much more deeper way as opposed to superficial, like, oh yeah, that looks sexy because it's really good marketing. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it might be really good marketing, but it's a little hollow. It's missing the depth and the realness of like lived experience and your own perspectives. Mic drop, please, mic drop. <laughs> I wish I had one. That would make a lot of noise. Like clank, clank, clank. <laughs> Let's drop my little snowball microphone. Eh? <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. I hope, uh, friends, you are actually taking notes. Okay, so the last question I have for you, Steph, is if you can go back like five years and you can give your younger version one advice, what would it be? To go big. I think that has to do with the whole extraordinary story we were talking about earlier and where I was holding back and just having either smaller goals or smaller offers, smaller dreams, whatever that might be. And I think it just be go big. If there's something that like is like nudging you at the back of the mind, you're like, oh, I would love to create that or I'd like to do that or like to whatever to just own it and go after it. Because whether you're successful or not, the experience is going to build up so much freaking confidence that either you're going to nail it that first round or you're going to like essentially experience what you're meant to experience in order to do it again and again and again and continue to show up because you went after what you truly wanted versus some pale small comparison of that that didn't quite satisfy you so again mm -hmm. regardless of whether you're successful or not you're gonna probably ditch it because it just wasn't meant to be that big thing that scary thing that you were like oh that'd be so sexy that'd be so incredible and mind-blowing if i did that that's what's gonna propel you forward in the right direction for your business and your life let's be honest oh friends go big okay this is the advice for you <laughs> go big or go home 
<laughs> exactly. Steph, this was a nice conversation. Thank you so much for coming to our talk show. How can the community find you? Instagram is probably the best place, even though technically we met on threads. So maybe threads is a new place to hang out in. Right. Uh, but Instagram is, is definitely the best place. It's Steph Wharton underscore. Uh, and otherwise you can find everything that I do, whether it's uh, podcast offers, whatever on my website, but yeah reach out. I don't bite. So let's freaking connect. Let me know if you tried any of the wines that we suggested at the beginning of the episode, because I'd love to hear that. Send me pictures, send me your thoughts. And yeah, I hope you're having an amazing rest of your day. Thank you for joining us today. Before we say goodbye, here is something special for you. Have you heard about our exclusive community, the Generational Wealth Builders? It's not just a group, it's a movement. My mission is to empower first-gen women of color coaches to create generational wealth through sales. We believe that sales is more than just a transaction. It's a spiritual journey. If you are hungry for success, I invite you to become a part of this community full of women of color coaches around the world. Join our weekly email series and gain access to insider tips on sales, messaging and money mindset that can help you to double your high ticket sales in the next 30 days. The link to join this community is in the show notes. Until next time, keep reaching for the stars.